You're listening to Art of the Unknown, the podcast about traveling inwards, outwards, and onwards. You're listening to episode number 23, and I'm your host, Sarah Cruz. So in this week's episode, I want to return a little bit to the topic of traveling. I want to talk about some of the lessons that I have learned while being in Spain, and I want to talk about what exactly me being here has basically shown me and some of the lessons I have learned thus far while being in Spain. And I think now is a good time to start talking about this because I have been in Spain now for about two months. So I think it's a good time to reflect on the lessons I have learned thus far. I've really been asking myself the question, why did the universe bring me to Las Canarias? Okay, why am I here? And what exactly do I have to learn? And by being here the last two months or so, I can say that the obvious answer to that question is that I came to Spain so that Spain can show me the parts of myself as I relate to other people. And I'm saying this because the reason that I feel like I'm here is to show me exactly why I not only withdraw, But why I kind of avoid intimacy with people, why I tend to hold back, and why I tend to basically avoid not just socializing with people, but I really avoid social interactions and I avoid getting close to people. And I think part of the reason why I'm here is that Spain is showing me the parts of myself that I need to see and some of those parts can only be shown as I interact with other people and I think this is a lesson to be learned not just with other people but it's kind of a lesson to be learned while traveling in general because sometimes you can only understand yourself when it is in relationship to another person, another thing, or whatever. So there are parts of yourself that you can only understand when that part becomes exposed or that part interacts with another person. And I think that is part of the duality that is the self. You have your being. You are who you are. But sometimes parts of yourself cannot be exposed unless they meet their exact opposite. And I think that is the duality that we are seeing when we travel. But in my case, in Spain, that is the duality that I'm seeing as I build relationships with other people. Because, again, there are parts of yourself that you're not going to see alone. Like, you can't know parts of yourself just sitting in a room by yourself meditating for years on end, okay? There are going to be parts of yourself that are only going to be exposed when you are with other people or in situations that you've never been before. And that is why traveling, I think, is important because it makes you step out of those those walls that you've put yourself in. It makes you 
in a way, you're kind of forced to see the parts of yourself that you don't normally see. And that can be uncomfortable. That's part of the reason why we are forced to grow with other people, but also when we travel, is because we are seeing parts of ourselves that we have never seen before because they have never been inside of that situation before. And that's part of the reason why I think I came to Spain is so that I can see those parts of myself that I normally don't see. And for me, the way that I've been living my life the past, especially in the past year, I've been kind of avoiding people a little bit. I find that naturally I like to be alone. I like to live in my head, which means that I kind of just build my own world inside of my head, inside of my body, and inside of the walls that I physically live in. And anything outside of those walls, that's where, that's for me, the unknown, okay? Every time I step out of my house or wherever I'm staying that day, the world in itself without even having to travel, that is that's an unknown for me, okay? So realizing that the world and the cage that I put myself in almost all the time, that isn't exactly the truth. That's not the span of reality that I basically should be living in. And okay, so bringing it back to Spain, I don't want to get a, I don't want to get too weird, too quick. Okay. So like I was saying before, that relationship that you have with people or your surroundings or whatever, when that starts to change, that is when you're going to see different aspects of yourself. And the lesson that Spain has been bringing forth into my consciousness is that It's not even a lesson. It's just becoming more aware of the way that I actually am. And like I said, the way that I actually am is to retreat, is to go back, is to create my own world, my own reality inside of my head. And Spain is showing me that there's, you know what, Sarah, there's a little bit something else out there than the way that you think the world is, okay? The way that you think the world is isn't necessarily how it is exactly. And I think for me, Spain is helping me realize that I can't believe everything that I think and that I can't live inside of my own head. So originally, I think if you remember me talking about this before, I want to start off by saying that my initial first impression of being in the Canary Islands and being in Spain is that Spain is a very friendly and social place. People are always gathering, they're always drinking, they're always socializing, they're always... It seems as though they live their lives outside of their houses. Like they're always on the street conversing. They're always at restaurants, at the bar. They're always doing something. It seems like Spain is a very, its center revolves around the people. It revolves around the community. And I think that is a large, that is a large part of the culture. And I think that could be seen in, for example, Carnival. It is literally a month-long party which of course I didn't (laughs) I think I I didn't really partake maybe one or two days but you can see the the con the contradiction between who I am naturally and the environment that I am currently in I feel like that is a good example of the resistance that exists naturally and that's part of the reason why I'm here is that 
I need my opposite. I need the thing that I'm not to be able to see the parts of myself that I normally don't see when I'm on my own. So anyways, yes, Spain is a very social place. It's very, it's rooted in community and I can definitely see the need for connection and the need to bring other people in. And I think that's why I get the impression that Spain is just a very overall friendly place is because it revolves around the people here. And with that being said, it's very ironic that I showed up to Spain because my initial intention for this block of time that I'm in right now was to be alone. I mentioned it before that after leaving Turkey, my original plan was to go to Croatia. And literally the way that I envisioned it is that I'm going to be maybe somewhere on an island surrounded by nature, you know, not really in a log cabin, but in my mind, that would have worked too. But the original plan was to be alone, to be alone with myself, to be alone with my thoughts, to be alone completely. And it's, I think that it's funny that I ended up in Spain, which is a very social place, because I guess even though I was thinking that's what I wanted, it was the universe kind of telling me that this is not what you need. You do not need to be alone. You do not need to be in your head. You do not need to live your life that way right now because there are lessons that you need to learn that you cannot learn while you are doing that. Okay, that's all fine and dandy. You can go on your little solo excursion anytime, but right here and now you are in Spain and you're going to have to learn these lessons. Okay, and you know what? I get it. <laughs> I feel it. I feel the vibes. Okay. So ever since I arrived in Spain, I have been, I want to say I've probably been socializing more in the past two months that I've been here than the whole entire year that I lived in Portland. Okay. Portland for me was a very, it felt like a solo adventure and being in Spain, I can definitely feel and see the contradiction. And I think one of the great lessons that Spain is teaching me right now is that no matter how much I try to resist and no matter how much I try to act like I can do it all myself, I think the lesson here is that I really do need other people. I naturally not just strive to be independent, but I feel like there are times when I think to myself that I do not need anybody. I do not need anyone's help. I can do this on my own and I will do it on my own. And I think that sort of attitude, although is definitely, I mean, part of my personality type and kind of what I usually strive for, I think that kind of attitude isn't necessarily always the healthiest and I think that being in Spain it's really showing me that I can't do this thing alone okay life is hard life is difficult okay you can't do everything 100% by yourself because you are not gonna it's not gonna be an easy ride if, if that's the path you're gonna take and Spain has definitely been showing me that I need other people and I can't do it alone and it's definitely true. Since I've been here, like I said, I've been meeting a lot of people. I've been actually going out and socializing. I know, weird, right? Um, <laughs> I mean, I definitely do socialize. I just prefer usually to be alone. 
I might be sounding a bit dramatic, but one day a week. If I go out one day a week, I am good. That is all I need. (laughs) The rest of the time, I am happy just being on my own. And Spain here is telling me that, you know what, Sarah, it's okay to let other people in. It is okay to depend on other people. And that is one of the things that I have a really hard time with. I have a hard time depending on other people. And it's not just with people I'm friends with or people I'm dating. I just feel like the human race as a whole, I feel like it's hard for me to depend on anyone, which is why I would rather just solely depend on myself. And I think I'm learning that it's okay, okay? Like you don't have to act like you are so tough. You don't have to act like you can do this shit on your own, okay? You can rely on other people and it, and doing so does not make you weak. And I feel like in a way that by not being able to do it completely on my own, my authority, my mind, you know, my everything, I feel like if I have to ask for help, then in some way, shape, or form, I'm not good enough on my own. And that's not true, okay? I I mentally know that's not true, but inside how I feel about it, it feels as if I'm letting myself down in a way. And again, that is just not true. And God, I feel like I've been living that way for way too long. I've been living that way and just really pushing people away from me because I figure... I'm cool on my own, okay? I don't need anyone. I don't need anything. I got this. I'm good, okay? Bye. Um, And that's just not, that's honestly not how I want to live my life. I want to be able to depend and trust, okay, that's a big one too, trust other people, which is very difficult, okay? (laughs) We all know this. So overall, with all of that being said, currently, Spain has been acting as my mirror. It has been showing me that personal relationships for me are very difficult, which is why I have been feeling that friction here, but it's also kind of why I've been brought here. And when I say that personal relationships are difficult for me, again, going down this path of personal discovery since, you know, it's freaking left and right, okay? damn, it doesn't end, just doesn't end. So (laughs) part of the reason that I think that I find relationships with people, people in general, okay, it could be anybody, just people, just people, okay? The reason that I find relationships difficult is because I have a harder time connecting with people on an emotional level. And for me, emotions are confusing And they don't make any sense, which is why it is difficult to connect with other people because people, okay, are made up of emotions. They're made up of more, they're just, there's a lot, they're very complicated and a part of that has to do with emotions and intentions and all of that. And 
I don't understand it, okay? So when I am interacting with somebody, whether they're like like a random person or a friend or whatever, and emotions start getting involved, I don't know what to do. I don't know what to think. I don't even know what to feel. And that is difficult for me, okay? I realize this. I realize that it's hard and it's also exhausting. That is the thing too. I'm definitely an introvert. So when it comes to being around a lot of people all the time I just feel as though everything is just expelled like I don't have any energy like I just at that point that's when I crave my alone time that's when I crave to be alone and just not see anyone not talk to anyone and just do my own thing and then when I'm ready to go back into the world I shall be born again okay but until then I just need to lay low and be alone Okay, so back to one of my, I think, original points is that the reason it's so hard to deal with people is because, not because of the emotion thing, well, a little bit because of that. Well, it's because of my personality type, and at least I think, I'm not trying to put myself in a box, but I think, I guess, understanding which box you're in in a way can help you get out of that box. And for me, that box is seeing that I am the kind of person that strives to be alone and that dealing with people is difficult for me. And I think part of that reason is because of my personality type, which on the Myers-Briggs side, I am an INTP, which means I, the way that I gather my information is I have to make sense of the inside world first before I can make sense of the outside world. So when I don't understand what's happening inside of me in relationship to another person, I can't even begin to understand what's happening inside of them, okay? And next, I am a type five on the Enneagram type, which of course, again, means both types are very, they're basically it's saying that I live inside of my head and that I am not driven by my thoughts, but I'm definitely, the way that I make sense of the world is through thoughts. So you can't really make sense of another person's emotion through thinking usually. It's kind of something you have to feel, which is I think why it's difficult for me to understand them. Okay, anyway, so yeah. So Spain, again, all of these reflections just coming through for me right about now. So it's definitely showing me that aspect of my personality, which is trying to basically just live the world that I make inside of my own head. And it's showing me here that I can't necessarily do that and that there is a world outside of that, which has always obviously been true. But I think the reason now that it is is coming forward is because like last time I talked about how I feel this lack of self-love for myself and it hasn't resurfaced until recently. Well, recently my anxiety also resurfaced, which I'm almost sure they're probably interlinked somehow. I'm just not exactly sure how yet, but if they're coming up at the same time, I'm guessing they're related anyways so recently my anxiety has been coming back and again it's just been showing me that I am way too much inside of my own head and I need to expand my thoughts and how I relate to the world to not just in the things that I think 
and that I put myself in a box and I keep myself in a box. And yes, I am traveling. I am going out and seeing the world. And I've, you know, definitely done this before. But it doesn't just because you leave doesn't mean that you necessarily can see certain things that you haven't seen before. And right now I'm seeing that my anxiety I'm producing my own anxiety through my thoughts, which is probably very obvious to some people, but me living inside of my own body, it's almost as though the world is producing the fear and I'm just reacting on it as opposed to the fear coming internally from me and then my anxiety being that response to that fear. But anyways, yes, it's showing me that the the anxiety that I'm feeling is self-generated and it's it doesn't have anything to do with the world outside of me okay I am the source I am the cause I am the whatever of my own anxiety and if I can kind of take a step back and see my brain and how it works and why it's doing that then I can maybe hopefully kind of take a step back from the anxiety because I'm telling you living I would say the last two weeks, my anxiety levels have been at like 80%. So that means I'm 80% anxious pretty much all the time, which does not feel good, okay? It's way more than your mind just going, going, going. It's You can also feel it in your body. Your body cannot relax. Your body is always on edge. And I'm starting to see that those are being created inside of my own head and again bringing this all back to Spain is that this purge of anxiety all started when I was in a group of people and I just got definitely social anxiety I get a little bit but ever since then it hasn't stopped so I definitely think there's a relationship also with how I relate to other people too. So if other people, if I'm in a group and that's causing me anxiety, there is something going on within me. There's something going on with the way that I either think about myself or or expect things from other people or maybe I think that they expect something from me and that I can't necessarily give it to them and that's when I get anxious and that's when I want to leave and just go back into my little cave. Again, I'm not exactly sure why this is all kind of starting again and I'm really trying to figure it out again living inside of my own head okay okay so going back to relationships and what exactly Spain is showing me so besides the fact that it's showing me that I need people in my life and that I can't do this all alone okay I get it it's also been showing me I want to go a little bit deeper than that and reflect a little bit on the way that I attach to other people. I've talked about this briefly in a past episode. I was really starting to understand my attachment style and we all have one, okay? There are certain ways that we all attach to other people. That is how we build connection, trust. That is basically how we form connections with anyone outside of ourselves, And being here, Spain is physically showing me that I do have a bit of a, I want to say, I definitely have an avoidant attachment style, which makes sense. You can see that if I'm clearly avoiding people, I'm clearly avoiding social contact a lot, and I'm clearly 
trying to just live life on my own and I have the attitude that I don't need anybody, that is definitely a symptom of my attachment style, which is to avoid intimacy and to avoid connection. So that is definitely a different rabbit hole in itself. And I want to go into that a lot further in a different episode. But for now, I'm just going to keep to relationships in general. And I want to save me talking about my, oh God, it's going to be, it's probably going to be a two-part series about my horrible taste in men. And there's some shit we're going to uncover in there. And that is not for this episode. Okay. We're going to save all of that for another day. But what I'm saying is that speaking, speaking generally about just attachment in general, okay? Yes, I avoid attachment. Attachment scares me, okay? I guess you would put me under that category of, I don't know what they call people that, I guess if you're afraid to commit, that is me. I'm afraid to commit to people. I'm afraid to, I'm actually afraid to be in a relationship, okay? I'm afraid of getting close to people. I'm afraid of people leaving and abandoning me. I think that's why I don't want to get close is because I just automatically assume that they're going to leave. And I automatically assume that if I did anything wrong, if I if I were to rock the boat in any way, even in the slightest, it would automatically just drive them to leave. And that has to do with my definitely my fear of attaching to people. Because it doesn't make any sense. Like if I get close to someone and then they are ultimately just going to leave, then why even bother getting close? You know, it, it doesn't make any sense to me. And thus far by being here, I haven't. It's not like how I'm attaching to people is changing. It's just that I'm being able to see it very clearly. Like the friends that I have made and the people that I have met, I'm finding that I can definitely see it in myself because I really like the people that I'm becoming friends with, but I'm also afraid of them just one day being like, okay, I'm done. And I don't know why, but I still, I have that fear. I have that fear of getting close to someone and then doing something that they don't like and then them just being like, okay, we're done. It's over. Like, we're not friends anymore. And I see myself becoming triggered in the littlest things. Like, if I text someone and they don't text me back, my first response is like, oh, they don't want to be my friend anymore. Like, this is over. I should never text them again, which doesn't make any sense, okay? Like, if you text someone and they don't text you back, like, so what? I don't text people back all the time, okay? If I lived by my own rules and my own standards, that would mean that none of the people that I ever have ever not texted, that would mean that I don't like them or don't ever want to talk to them again. And that's that's completely not true. And I'm finding that a part, a part of this kind of detachment that I have towards people in general, I'm seeing that it is it's coming out a lot here because everyone here, at least in the little community of, I want maybe like, what would you call them, expats? In that community, people are very nice. They're very friendly. They want to talk to you. They want to get to know you. They want to socialize. They want to do things, okay? And I'm finding that I'm the kind of person that kind of just like sits back and waits for other people to come to me. 
I don't ever usually actively go after friendships unless like I really like that person. I'm like, okay, like I want to be your friend. And that's just another example of me seeing me for how I am. And I'm not saying that what I'm doing is bad, wrong, or should be changed. I'm just saying that the way that I am is being shown to me very clearly here. And it's due to the fact that I am surrounded by other people and that I am, I'm almost in a way kind of forced to socialize a little bit because I am, well, right now I'm currently at a co-working and co-living space. So yes, obviously you're co-working and co-living with people. You're going to, you know, you're going to be surrounded by people, which is fine for now. (laughs) It's been like a month. Um, But yeah, no, it's showing me that... These parts of my personality, they're coming out. And you know what? They should be coming out because I need to be aware of this, okay? I need to understand what's going on because recent, not even recently, like all of my life, okay, I haven't been aware of this. I have always thought that there was something wrong with me, okay? I have always thought that I was just a little bit different and that I didn't actually belong with people. And that's not true, okay? I'm realizing that the way that I show up and the way that I understand the world and the way that I understand myself, that is who I am, okay? I am, I just have different needs. I have different wants. And if I prefer to be alone, then that's completely fine, okay? I'm not the kind of person that is going to go out into... Like, oh, God, even honestly, I have to pep talk myself before going to like a social event or like going somewhere where I don't know anybody. And sometimes I have to pep talk myself to leave the house. okay? and that's. That's fine. I'm not saying this is bad. I'm just saying that, like, there's there's parts of myself that I'm just learning to accept that that's the way that I am and that it's not anything bad. Okay, so anyways, yes. So I'm really glad that I came because I needed to see this part of myself. I needed to become aware of who I was and that wasn't going to happen unless I was thrown into the situation. If I had ended up in Croatia and was alone in my little log cabin for three months straight, I would not have realized that maybe, you know, maybe I have some attachment issues. Maybe I am a little bit too, too much of a recluse sometimes. And maybe I can sometimes step into that unknown, which is with people. Going towards people is an unknown for most other people, but there's definitely going to be some of us on this earth that that is an unknown. And yes, for me, that is a little bit scary, okay? Going in that direction is not anywhere that I've ever gone before, okay? Opening myself up to people completely and wholly and letting letting people in and really trying to be part of a community and really depending on other people and asking for help, that's not something that I normally do. And for me, this is taking effort. This is taking me pushing forward a little bit. But again, it's someplace that I need to go because it's someplace that I have never been, okay? I have not 
I haven't even, honestly, I can't even think of the last time I really tried just to be open with people completely and let people in and try to be part of a community, okay? And it's funny that my current roommate will come home when we're all there and be like, oh, look, the family's together. And for some reason, when he says that, it just kind of bothers me a little bit. And it's nothing about him. It's not what he is saying, okay? It is completely my own issues. And I need that. I need these things to be shown to me completely and wholly, okay? I feel like that is... That is part of the reason why I'm here is because I need to learn about myself. I need to see myself. I need to be exposed to myself because in a way I haven't been. I have been living inside of my own mind and I've been creating a story inside of my head about the way that I am and who I am. And I'm finding that that is not necessarily true. And it's good to it's good to feel that friction with other people because it lets you know what's going on inside of you, okay? Like like I just said when he says, "Oh, the whole family's here." And that bothers me a little bit. Why does that bother you? What is going on? Like why? Like why would that I mean, I guess it would bother me, but why does the fact that people are together and happy and in a home together like why does that bother me a little bit I don't know I'm just asking I don't know the answer to that question I think one day it'll come up maybe you know who's ever listening you're like okay this bitch (laughs) here she goes again I mean if you you know tell me because I don't anyways (laughs) oh god it can go on forever, can it? We can always dive a little bit deeper. We can always go somewhere else. And I guess that is part of the journey, okay, man? We are here to learn. And if you hold up that mirror and you're ready to go dive deep within yourself, you're going to learn some shit, okay? And I just think that it's good to step into that place that you've never been before because that is where you're going to start learning things and that is where you need to go okay because if you have never been there before guess what you're you're gonna have to go there eventually right we're not leaving any rocks unturned here people okay we're freaking in it i'm in it deep okay there's no turning back now there's (laughs) the only way out is in okay and i am headed inward and woo. (laughs) it's interesting it definitely is it'll be interesting to go back and listen to all these episodes when I don't know maybe I'm like in my 60s and I'll look back and be like oh bitch please (laughs) you want to learn something about yourself oh girl let me tell you a thing or two damn anyways okay I think I am done with this episode I hope I hope it kind of made sense because I feel like I was rambling a little bit too much. It's again, it's a little bit difficult to accurately describe all of the things that are going on internally right now because there are a lot. Okay, a lot has been coming up and a lot is happening and a lot is changing, which is good, right? Because that's why we're here, people, to learn and to grow. And you know what? I feel it. And you know, sometimes it hurts. It's been hurting a little bit. Not as much as freaking, oh God, I don't even want to get me started on Bulgaria. That hurt. 
that was that was painful that was a painful trip so anyways yes i think i am done this wraps up episode numero 23 and i want to say thank you again to everybody that is listening to this podcast i really 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 appreciate it i really do and i want to say thank you to everyone that's left me a review on itunes i absolutely appreciate that as well thank you thank you thank you so like I said in my last episode, I am going to be doing a 40-day, I don't know what you want to call it, a 40-day spiritual practice challenge. So I am going to start reading the book, or I'm going to listen to the, I have the audiobook actually. It is May Cause Miracles, and it's basically going to be a 40-day spiritual practice challenge. I think every day is maybe five to 10 minutes worth of spiritual practices. And yes, anyone is welcome to join me. If you'd like, I have a link to the free audiobook through Audible on my website. So you can get the audiobook for free when you sign up for Audible. Again, you can cancel within 30 days so they don't charge you. And that way you get the book and you can join me if you like. And it's going to be for 40 days and I've never done anything for that long before. So we'll see how it goes. And yes, if you have any questions, please, please email me questions, comments. I don't care. Whatever. My email address is artoftheunknownpodcast at gmail.com. And if you want to check out my website, I have some episodes transcribed. I'm working on it. Okay, it is definitely a process. But if you want the transcription, you can go there. I have pictures. I also have a small blog. I'm working on it. Okay, I am working on it. But yes, if you want to check out my website, you can go to artsoftheunknownpodcast.com. And yes, thank you, thank you, thank you again for listening, and I am out. Bye.